Hi, and welcome to MRR, Spotify's epitome of cringe. Um, so, so, this is weird, uh, but the what you're about to hear is a YouTube video that I uploaded um, about... What? Well, it's a YouTube video that I uploaded, is what you're about to hear. Um, it's it's not great, but it's like everything else on the on this podcast. It's 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 cringe. So, um, so this is a YouTube video. Take that into account. Uh, I'd recommend watching the video because there are a bunch of like noises and side gags and whatnot. But, um, yeah. So if you didn't know, I have a YouTube channel under the same name MRR on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, so that's the only video as of, as of November 21st, 2021, that's the only video I've posted on that channel. For some reason, YouTube, in the video I say, tell me your ranking in the comments, etc., etc., uh, for some reason, YouTube was stupid and, uh, turned off my comments because I'm a child, so I'm gonna try to find a way to get around that, um, but, Enjoy. Enjoy. I've got nothing else to do. Hi, and welcome to MRR, a 13-year-old's opinions on music, art, literature, television, and all things media. Can we, can we ignore the light? Let's, let's move on. The camera can't pick up my face. So, I know for a fact that this is the first time you're watching one of my videos. If it's not, if you're not going back to look at my previous history. But, um, yeah, this is the first time you're watching this video, or any video made by me. So, background, um, I have a podcast on Spotify under the same name, and this is the first YouTube video that I'm making under that podcast, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's stuff. Uh, this might seem a bit weird for something a 13-year-old would post on YouTube, but I'm going to upload my opinions of the top 10 greatest progressive rock songs of all time. If you've ever met me, which which you haven't, um, you know that I li- really love prog rock. Really love it. Oh my god. It's probably one of my favorite things. Maybe my favorite thing on the planet. Ever. Uh, super into it. I like it a lot, as you can, as you can tell. Um, I know it's a bit odd for a 13-year-old to talk about prog rock, so if you can move on from that and listen to my opinions, and then post an angry response in the comments, because my opinions suck, uh, that's, that's what we want, that's good, so, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm just gonna be talking about what I like in Prague, and what I think is the best, so, yeah, however, I, before we begin, I, I do want to say what I like about Prague so much, and why, if you haven't, gotten into prog and are looking hmm what should I listen to this is kind of like a a guide eventually I'll be posting a a guide to getting into prog and like what artists to hear first and whatnot but why is my mouth open okay prog rock has is probably the coolest genre of music that I've ever ever heard it is amazing. You have massive, amazing guitars, soaring mellotrons, and white male neckbeards. It's the best. Prog rock is really, like, transcendent of generations. I mean, it evolved in the late 60s when stuff like the Velvet Underground and Nico and the Sgt. Pepper from the Beatles 
um, those were like progressive albums, but they weren't real prog. And then prog came in the very late sixties with like King Crimson and whatnot. And now it well it peaked in the seventies. It hit its hit its huge peak, and from there it kind of turned into eighties arena pop. <sighs> I'm still mad at Genesis. Um, also if you if you're if you're watching this video and you're gonna go to the podcast, sure, this is what I look like. Here's my face. Um, I was gonna wear a mask, but I don't know. I don't want my friends to find this. That would be so embarrassing. But I don't. I don't want to wear a mask because it, the light doesn't work very well. So let's um, let's move on from that. And uh, I guess it's. I'm sitting in my room with a light in my face. Albums on the wall. And, um, a rainy day outside. I've got really nothing else to do. So, I've decided to jump on the train of low-quality music videos. So, I've seen, like, um, I, there's, like, this sub-genre on YouTube of, which I find so sweet, of very small channels, usually under 15,000 subscribers, which is the peak, the highest I've ever seen is that much. For, like, it's Nime of the Prog Nerd is the highest amount I've seen. But they'll have, like, 200, usually, and they'll say, they'll just post about music and stuff. And it's, they, they have no microphones, they have terrible video. Look, I have a crappy microphone, and I'm recording on my computer right now. The camera sucks. I've got a light pointed directly in my face, and it hurts to look at. It's, it's the, it's, but it's fascinating. The quality of the videos themselves is not bad. It's just the, the design and whatnot. And, it's sweet, because all of these channels seem to know each other, and, like, the same people will go into the comments of others, and it is so nice, I swear, it warms my heart. Something else I've noticed is, um, unfortunately, I notice a lot of people who grow up with Prague and say they've lived with Prague for their lives have this sort of, like, how can I put this? Uh, a high value of Prague. I've seen, and I'll talk about this in a future episode, probably on the YouTube channel. I saw a video of Starless by King Crimson performed by a band that was, it sounded way different. They they just took a different spin on it. And you can see a bunch of old white 60-year-olds in the comments getting really angry. Like, this is terrible. This is the worst song I've ever heard. This is nothing like the original and you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Like, what does that accomplish? You're just getting mad in the YouTube comments. You're not going to do anything. You have no power. I don't know. I just wanted to vent. That made me a bit angry. So, I going from that and knowing what I love about Prague and I don't like about Prague, it can be a bit pretentious, trust me. Uh, here are my opinions of the top 10 greatest progressive rock songs or i mean if i'm talking about best prog songs it's probably going to be best prog epics so i guess this video could just be called top 10 best prog epics made by an idiot so yeah let's get into it so i'm just gonna go right and say it uh my f my 10th best progressive rock epic or song is 2112 by rush <sighs> it's it's a lot to unpack um eventually if this garners enough success, I'll I'll make a full-fledged video ex examining the storyline of the of twenty one twelve. Um, it's really good. It's really really good. So, twenty one twelve is about um a the galactic empire over 
are, you know, controlling people and banning music as a whole, and then the heroes take over and win in the end, and it's, it's sweet, it's nice, I like it. Um, if I were to critique, well, I, I see 2112 is a bit overrated, it's a very good song, it's a very good song, I, but often I see people ranking it really high, I feel like it's not that progressive in a way. It's mainly kind of like a hard, a long, really long, hard rock song. It kind of seems like that. Um, but I, one of my, my biggest problem with 2112 that, that keeps me from really being enveloped in it is it's kind of cringy. It's kind of cringy. It's, 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 it's odd. I mean, the story is good, but it's kind of like too sci-fi. It's kind of, it's kind of cringy. It's a bit weird. Um, it feels very pretentious. And I know that a lot of progressive rock feels really pretentious, but there are some that are easier to hear. There's some that are easier to get into. 2112 is kind of one of those, but kind of not. I, I still really like it. Don't take me, don't, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying, oh, I hate it. It's an awful song and it's too cringe. No, it's, it's a good song. It's a very good song. And it's the 10th best progressive rock epic, in my opinion. It's just a bit overrated and a bit cringy. Okay, uh, number nine, in my opinion, is The Gates of Delirium by Yes. It's on their album Relayer, uh, made in 1974. The Gates of Delirium is one of the, I'm just, before we get into it, one of the coolest names for any song ever. Can we, can we just agree with it? Imagine naming a song. Let's the gates of delirium that is so cool and a little bit cringe but not that much the gates of delirium i is one of the more profound prog songs um it still goes on that edge of the we live in a society kind of music but yes it is it is a very good song the gates of delirium is one of my i don't well it's one of my favorite prog epics that's why i put it in number nine but there's a difference between favorite and best. These aren't my favorites. These are my best. Um, but yes, The Gates of Delirium is, is a great song. It's it's a great song. It's a 20-minute prog epic about about war and the the problems that war has. I mean, a lot of Pink Floyd is like that. A lot of prog is about society. And, ugh, that sounds so cringe saying it. But yes, it is a very good song. If you haven't heard it, please listen to it. I don't have much to say on it. I think I had more to say in 2112. Uh, it's a very good song, trust me. I think it's better than 2112, uh, but I don't have that much to say on it. So my number eight is Firth of Fifth by Genesis. This is the first, hint, hint, the first Genesis song on this list. You can probably expect it'll be further down. Um, Firth of Fifth is extraordinary. Oh my god, I have a lot to say on this one. I'm not going to say it now because I have to save that for another video, but you know. It has one of the coolest openers to any prog epic ever. I've been playing piano for about two years now, and I, I had never had the motivation to learn that. However, I do really want to, because it is so cool, I swear to God. I don't know if Firth of Fifth has any meaning at all. If you know what it's about, um, if you know what it's about, then please tell me in the in the comments just comment what what it's about if if youtube doesn't turn off comments i hope it doesn't but yes please tell me what it's about because i've got no idea if it's about anything it's really good it's really really good 
What's it about? Please help me. Please help me. But, oh my god, is it, it's mesmerizing. It is a really mesmerizing song. It's, without a doubt, the best on Selling Ink by the Pound. I think that the cinema show is a bit overrated. I'm, I'm sorry, but it is. It's a bit overrated. I'd put Dancing with the Moonlight Night a bit above it, but that's, that doesn't really matter right now. Yes, um, Further Fifth, there, back to where we are, um, Further Fifth is extraordinarily good. It's one of my favorite prog epics, and that's why I ranked it at number eight on this list. Firth the Fifth, in my opinion, is better than 2112 and The Gates of Delirium. Which, if you disagree with me, too bad, music's objective. My number seven is not 21st Century Schizoid Man, surprise, surprise. It is The Court of the Crimson King. Which, uh, even though 21st Century Schizoid Man is extremely good, I don't think it's the best on this album. So, number seven for me is... The Court of the Crimson King by King Crimson on the album In the Court of the Crimson. Okay, okay. It is, oh my god, is it good. It's like, it's like a medieval, a medieval prog epic. I've noticed that a lot of prog songs have like flutes and, and violins and whatnot. King Crimson does that extremely well, but oh my god, is it is it really good. This has my favorite, my one of my favorite lines in any Prague song ever. I slowly turn the grinding wheel in the court of the Crimson King. I love that so much, and no one can ever argue me out of that. It is extraordinarily good. Um, I know most people would think 21st Century Schizoid Man would be in this place, but I think I think this song's a bit better. It depends on my mood, which I like more, but I usually always consider The Court to be a better song. It's just more enveloping, I'd say. Sorry, Pink Floyd's on here. Okay, so... I... Well... I I don't see a lot of prog fans really liking Pink Floyd. <laughs> Sorry, but Pink Floyd's my favorite prog band. I don't know if they're prog, and you're probably going to argue with me that Pink Floyd isn't prog, and I often see prog fans only saying, oh, Pink Floyd, we don't, we don't like that, it's, I don't know, come on, come on, come on, it's prog, it's, it's kind of prog, kind of, um, this is, this album has the most neglected prog song on rankings and whatnot, where is dogs, where is dogs? Number six is Dogs by Pink Floyd on their 1977 masterpiece, Animals. Why? Why is this not in everybody's top ten? Come on, people. Come on. It is so good. It's it's so good. It has, it's one of the most complex I've heard. I'm, I'm sorry. I know I just called Pink Floyd complex to prog fans, but wow. Oh, wow. This blew me away when I first heard it. It's like my, like, seventh most played song on Spotify. It is, oh my god, it is so, so good. This, this cover is so recognizable as well. It is, it is amazing. I think I'll save the talking about the characters, the dogs themselves, the old men dying of cancer. Like, you know, you, can, you know what would be fun? You know what Breaking Bad, when they introduce Walt and he's got cancer? It, they should... I'm, in, I'm watching Breaking Bad. Don't spoil it. I'm in season five. Um, they should they should have played uh, that scene. Uh, um, you know, pack your bags down south, all alone, dying of cancer. I know that's not in the... I know those aren't together lyrics, but man, they're good.
I just want to say this album is so underrated by prog fans. I never see it ranked highly. And this song, Dogs itself, is, I, I'm sorry, a Pink Floyd song. Oh my god, it's better than Firth of Fifth? I, if you're if you if you agree or you don't care, good hats off to you. But I see all the time on the internet, angry proc fans who are like, "No way, my opinion is the only right opinion." And come on, guys, music is subjective. I am right, and you are right. That's just how it is. It's right for everybody, you know. Even if I'm 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 not I'm not someone I'm not one of those ugly kids who's like. Oh, I was born in the wrong generation. That's not me. I'm not gonna get bullied by neckbeards on Reddit, okay? That's that's not me. I I like today's music. It's very good. It is very good. But I like this more. And that's just that's just my taste. But oh, I, I'm I'm delving into something else, uh, entirely. Dogs. One of my favorite Pink Floyd pro- songs and the sixth best prog yeah, sixth best prog epic. Um, in my opinion, very good song. If you haven't heard it, or if you're judging it, give it a give it a re-listen. Come on, man, take take your judgments away. And number five for the fifth greatest progressive rock song of all time is "Starless" by King Crimson, off the album Red of 1974. No progressive rock list would be complete without the addition of "Starless." "Starless" is the King Crimson masterpiece. I consider it to be the greatest King Crimson song and one of the greatest songs of all time, hands down. It is so good. If I were to rate it, it would be a 10 out of 10 for sure. It is incredible. Starless is one of my favorite songs ever, probably top 50. Um, I Right before recording this, I was cleaning my room and listening to Red at the same time. So, oh my god, it was an experience. Uh Starless is the concluding song off Red. I mean, if you're gonna have a prog epic, it's, uh, if you're gonna have a prog epic, it's usually the epic is gonna be either the first song or the last song. I don't know. I I just that happens a lot. It really does. Um, but yeah, Starless is the last song off Red, and it is the greatest of the album. It's the best King Crimson song. It has, I think, the best Mellotrons in any progressive rock song ever. It is, oh my god, it made me cry the first time I heard it. It is so good. It is so good. And the saxophone in it, I I play sax. I play the alto. And one time when my parents were asleep, it was like midnight, and I sat in the, in the other room, and uh, I had headphones on, and I was listening to it at the loudest speed, and just playing uh, just a mess. It was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Starless is extraordinary, and it's one of the greatest songs I've ever heard, and probably ever will hear, and that's why I rate it as the fifth best progressive rock epic of all time. Okay, let me just say this. I don't want to offend anybody. Uh, the fourth best progressive rock song, in my opinion, is Close to the Edge by Yes. I know I didn't put it at number one, as everybody seems to do. Um, so, too bad, music's subjective. Close to the Edge is a masterpiece. It's, don't get me wrong, it's one of my favorite songs ever, ever, ever. One of the best songs ever. It is so extraordinarily, extraordinarily good. I think my, if I were to critique one thing about Close to the Edge is that I wish it were a bit more complex. I mean, it has the perfect prog intro and everything, but I wish it more, I wish it were more complicated. 
I also wish that it were longer. I know saying 18 minutes, way too short, but I, I wish it were longer a little bit because it feels like, the especially the middle section goes by in a breeze. It goes by so quickly. I I wish it were 25 minutes. You could, you could, you could stretch it out a bit more. Come on. I don't know. But, it, yeah, man, is it, it's, it's very good. Close to the Edge is a very good song. It's a, I, I, I saw something interesting. I saw, um, I was reading a list of best yes songs, and I saw, the, it was the top ten yes songs or something, and it was, um, it had Close to the Edge at two, and, and you and I at one. And I find that interesting. I, I think Close to the Edge is the best song on Close to the Edge, of course. I'm pretty sure you think that as well. Um, but I find that interesting. And You and I is very good, but it's not, it's no Close to the Edge, come on. But going back to the, the main epic here, Close to the Edge is an extraordinary song. And that's why it ranks number four. Don't get me wrong, I love it to death. If I, if it's, it's a desert island song for me. It is so good. Just, it's number four. And I'm not sorry about this one either. <sighs> number three is Supper's Ready by Genesis. I often see Supper's Ready as just like, people rank it as, uh, this, you know, better than Close to the Edge or worse than Close to the Edge. Close to the Edge and Supper's Ready are always head-to-head -head with each other. I consider Supper's Ready to be a bit of a greater piece. And I think more people consider Supper's Ready to be the best prog song ever. I think that's the most commonly chosen if people are going to pick their best prog song. It's usually going to be this one, but yeah, it is. it deserves everything it gets. It really does. It is extraordinary. Supper's Ready is one of my favorite songs of all time as well. Um, I just didn't put it at number one. That's the thing. It is, it is, it is so, so good. It is so, so good. It's one of the, I think it is the, the best storytelling prog epic. You know, it describes the apocalypse and I, I'm not a Christian, but it, it, it's, 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 even I can get behind it. It is, it is, it is very fascinating and very interesting. Um... I think the one critique that I have about Severs Ready is that it it doesn't seem like 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 it's more focused on the lyrics and the cleverness of the lyrics than the music itself. Close to the Edge is a bit more musically driven, whereas Severs Ready is more lyrically. And I know they go hand in hand, but. Uh, Supper's, Supper's Ready doesn't really have an intro. I know it comes from, what's it called? What's the song before? It starts with an H, right? It's on, it's on Foxtrot. Uh, Horizons. It's, uh, Horizons, that's what it is. A short guitar song, and this kind of jumps in. However, I do wish it had more of a build-up. Like, you know how all prog epics ever have that have that intro the coming from a quiet noise and the build and then they go into the, you know what i mean um yeah i wish it had sort of that close to the edge is that i know it's an intro and i know this is a conclusion to an album but starless has that come on guys it's it's still very good though and i think the ending is one of the greatest moments in progressive rock history 
uh, what's as sure as eggs as eggs. I think that's the, I think that's what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're really confused. Wait, my shadow. Wait. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you're really confused, that makes total sense. I don't want to be talking about eggs and bacon here. This isn't a continental breakfast. This is progressive rock. So, still, it's a masterpiece. It's just not number one. Uh, yeah, but it's it's super good. So, if I didn't place uh, Supper is Ready at number one or close to the edge at number one, then what's going to be number two? Oh, no. Not Pink Floyd. Yeah, look at this, huh? Number two, Shine On You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd on Wish You Were Here of 1975. I know most people get mad at this and don't consider it to be a prog epic or song, but I do. And I'm combining I'm combining uh, parts one through five and parts six through nine. Don't get mad at me for that. People do that with Carnival 9. That's a thing. Okay. It is probably the one of the most emotion-filled songs i've ever heard ever oh my god it's it's so beautiful and so well put together there is nothing like it it's one of the most perfect songs to ever exist it is if i could listen if i had if no what am i saying if i could listen to one song before i died i mean it would be a day in the life but it couldn't be if it couldn't be a day in the life it would probably be shine on you crazy diamond so the song is a tribute to the Pink Floyd former bandmate Sid Barrett, who went crazy on LSD and had probably had schizophrenia. So that that did work out very well, and they kicked him out of the band, and he went insane, and they were sad. So they made a tribute album to him, and it is one of their one of the greatest albums of all time, featuring Shine On You Crazy Diamond, one of the greatest songs of all time. And I feel like this song is gravely underappreciated when it comes to prog fans. Please like this song more. What am I saying? I'm I'm disrupting my message, but it is it's really good, and that's why I rank it as the second best progressive rock song of all time. And so here we are. We're at number one, the greatest progressive rock song ever. What's it gonna be? Who knows? Well, I mean, you, you probably know. Do you know? It's not Tarkus. Uh, what what else could it be? Interstellar Overdrive. I don't know. Well, I I, I know, but. Um, here's a hint. It's very good. That's your hint. Guess it in 10 seconds. I'm just going to stare awkwardly at the camera for 10 seconds and you make your guess. And I say this podcast isn't cringe. So, okay, here we go. Uh, drum roll, everyone. Put your guesses in the comments. In my opinion, oh, it's shaking. Okay, no drum roll. In my opinion, the greatest progressive rock song of all time is Echoes by Pink Floyd off Metal from 1971. Okay, I'm not sorry. Um, yeah. Echoes by Pink Floyd. Uh, do you agree? Do you not agree? You don't agree? Okay. Okay, here's my, here's, here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. I, I know most people don't agree with this. But here's why. Um, what's that? Okay. Echoes, to me, is the perfect prog song. It's the perfect song. It's a good length, 23 minutes. Um, it is. It's, it has the, a very good prog intro, The Pigs. It has a very good prog conclusion, Fading Wind. It is, oh my god. And it has 
a beautiful message about evolution from the ocean and i like science so i like ev- I, I like echoes i like science it's about evolution um but its message is about you know <sighs> spreading spreading empathy rather than antipathy and being kind i i made a a podcast episode analyzing echoes which is it's very cringy trust me uh it's it's really cringy go into it with a cringe warning on why is this on spotify um but it's it's called progressive rocks greatest masterpiece it's i i probably have it linked i have my podcast linked it's called mrr under the same name stands for media radio review media radio review no wait media review radio what am i saying but echoes also has i think the perfect lyrics to any prog song i can still i can quote I could quote the whole song, but my favorite lyric is, oh my god, it's, um, streaming in on sunlight wings, a million bright ambassadors of morning. Let that sink through your head. And through the window, in the wall, comes streaming in on sunlight wings, a million bright ambassadors of morning. That is so good. There is, look, that's like a Bob Dylan lyric. That is so, so good. Why, why does, why is this not everybody's number one? When, it's sometimes I'll go on websites and I'll see people saying, yes, Echoes, because Echoes is the best song ever. Good job. It's not the best song ever, but it, it's the best prog song ever. Ah, um, <laughs> but I, 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 I too, I too often see the song being, being judged as like too boring or, or slow. It's slow, and I know people hate the middle section, the deep ocean section, but I love that section. It does a great job of representing the song, and I, I, I really think it's the perfect prog song. There's not many lyrics. It's mostly instrumental, but it is extraordinary, and um, it is, I just, Echoes. Echoes number one. Echoes awesome. Echoes very good. Maxwell like it. And so that was my opinion of the top 10 prog songs ever. Uh, this is the first episode that I've been posting, or that I'm posting on this channel. If you liked it, yay, that's that's good. If you didn't like it, I don't care. I, well, I do care. Um, but leave, uh, well, okay. Let me let me say sorry for the lack of Emerson, Lake and Palmer and Jethro Tull and stuff. Look, I have Tarkus at 11 and Thick as a Brick at 13. They're just farther down. Now I know there was no Dream Theater or Porcupine Tree. They're just farther down too. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, leave your own reviews, opinions, uh, you know, ratings in the comments. Leave your top ten if you have one. If you have the time to make one. I know I'm on full break right now. So, uh, if you enjoyed this and you want to see more, you can leave. I don't know. Like, why don't you talk about this next? It would be interesting to hear a 13-year-old's perspective and not be rude. So, yeah. Uh, that's an option. You can be nice in the comments. And then you can also put your own ranking in the comments. And uh, I don't really have anything else to say. Um, but thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure.